Brothers and sisters, today is November the 4th of 2022. This is episode number 256 on Renell's Food for Thought pod radio cast. Brothers and sisters, today I want to talk about part two in Assets to Millionaire. Last Christmas, I received some baseball cards. They were Negro League cards. They were set. My wife got them off of Amazon because that's what I asked for. They were $69. $69, brothers and sisters. A year later, even though it's not fully a year, those same that same set of cards, they're Negro League legend cards that were $69.99. Today are $349.99. You can go on Amazon. There's one set left. Brothers and sisters, assets. When you're looking at wealth, assets. I'm telling you this because Everybody thinks you need to have X amount of dollars in the bank to become a millionaire. And that's not true. Most of you have, well, most most of you might have millionaires in your neighborhood. You just don't know it. Why? Because they don't fit that profile. Big house, expensive car. They don't fit that. But they just doing their everyday due diligence and doing what they do. Not being flashy. Brothers and uh, brothers and sisters, I, be, I believe in getting what you want. I also believe in being frugal. Frugal, what's frugal? Frugal is like, well, I don't really spend a whole lot of money. I'm not a penny pincher, but in one sense, I may, and at some times I am a penny pincher. Why? Because in order to maintain, brothers and sisters, you have to penny pinch sometimes. You don't always go out there to just spend money. That's how you build assets to millionaire. You don't go out there and just throw money away just to say, well, you know, the trends. I've never been a trendsetter. I don't want to be a trendsetter. I've always been me. That's why I've done me. And that's why I'm still around doing me because I'm not a trendsetter. I don't follow trends. When people had the jerry curl, I didn't go get the jerry curl. When people were wearing gold chains, I didn't go get the gold chain. Why? Why would I want to do all of that what everybody else do? I'm not that person. I follow my own self. Oh, wait a minute. I follow my own self, brothers and sisters. I don't believe in doing what everybody else do. I believe in me and what I do. That's why assets to millionaire. When you're going out and just collecting things but you have to have an eye for it and a little bit of knowledge you just don't go up there and buy things and hope that they go they grow in value one day no it doesn't work that way you have to have a little bit of knowledge on some things that you're going out there seeking but stocks bonds real estate insurance all these things are stirred up and they spill out assets to millionaire. Stocks, bonds, real estate, insurance, those are assets. A lot of people just think money makes you a millionaire. (laughs) No, no. Most millionaires, their 
fortune is based in assets. It's not based in liquid currency. It's based in assets. Liquid is what you have in the bank, what you can go to the bank and get out. Liquid currency, assets, things that you have that you may have to sell in order to get that liquid currency. Brothers and sisters, I have a LeBron James, LeBron James first cover, Sports Illustrated. This was back in 2000, I think it was 2001. I have that copy, his very first. There is a value on that magazine, not the $1.59 or whatever Sports Illustrated was going for in 2001. I don't know the, the, uh, the value because I haven't put it out. I put it out there one time. I was offered like $500 for it. But no, no, wasn't going to sell it. Brothers and sisters, when you accumulate assets, assets builds wealth to pass on to your children. That's why when a parent dies and they leave a house to say three or four kids, one kid should try to keep that house if they can buy their brothers and sisters out or try to convince the brothers and sisters, we should keep this house because you never know. Down the street from me, some brothers and sisters, there's three of them. And they live in the house that their parents had and they never sold it. Why? Because you never know what life will dictate to you to the point where you may actually need a place to stay. But when you have a family house, no matter what, or who lives in that house. It's a family house and you have no place to stay. You could always go and stay in that house. Why? Because it was left to the children of the parents. So therefore, you can always have a place to stay. It may not be comfortable, but at least it beats living on the street. That is an asset. That is something that's built because the house is down the street from me. It's valued at anywhere between 750 and 8. 750 and 8. And I'm pretty sure that house is probably paid off. I don't know. I don't go and ask the brothers and sisters because it's none of my business. But I know the value of the neighborhood. So that's why I say anywhere between 7 to 8. That's a lot of money. Why sell it, split it up, and then one day you blow the money that you sold, that you got from the sale, and you ain't got no place to stay. Because see, black people like to spend lavishly. Go out, have a smoke party. Invite all your, your weed head or your drinking buddies over and y'all just have a smoke out. Live lavishly. It's called nigger rich. I've done two podcasts on that. Nigger rich. You live in lavishly for maybe, say you, you, you get a house. And the house is valued at X amount of dollars. Say you sell, you got three kids, three kids left that uh, are, you know, co-owners of this house. You sell it, everybody get $200,000. $200,000. Whoa, shit. Never had this kind of money in my life. $200,000. One says, well, I'm going to take mine, considering I already have a house, and save it or put it towards the kids' education. One might say, well, I'm going to leave the house now and go and get me a place. 
if you have a job, chances are you can get a place that you could buy or move to another state and buy cash. If you don't, all you have is that $200,000, maybe a little SSI check or a, what is it, a whatever check. And you go out there and you live in lavishly. You spend up $150,000 within, let's say, three to six months. Now, oh shit, I got to do something. That house is gone. Can't go back and stay at it. I got to pay rent now. But I don't have a job and I'm still looking for a job. The mind starts to ticking, brothers and sisters. That's why assets, properties are assets, regardless of what people say. I don't give a shit what somebody say. A house is an asset. If you're married to your house and you're going to never sell it, maybe it's not an asset, but it's still an asset, whether you leave it or not. But a house is an asset. I said this in part one. When you don't have money, what do you do? A parent, family member, maybe a friend or whatever may put up their house for you to get a bond. They're putting up their house. Why? Because it's a asset. Brothers and sisters, assets to millionaires. Look around and see what you have. Maybe there's some old jewelry that you may have. A, a family member may have left you. See, we never know what we have because a lot of times we really don't care. We look at it as stuff. But when you look at people and you're wondering why that person always has this or why that person's able to go there because that person takes care of its money to do the things that they want. See, this is the funny thing, brothers and sisters. When you don't, say you don't live in California and say the Rose Bowl's coming up. This is what white folks do. The Rose Bowl's coming up. We got Wisconsin and say uh, Oregon. They want to come on New Year's Day and come to the Rose Bowl. Nope. It's not, it's not free. White folks save up their money to be able to take trips like that. They may live a frugal type of life during the year. But when an opportunity comes up, like say, Wisconsin makes it to the Rose Bowl. And they're like, damn, I want to go to the Rose Bowl. And we're going to take the family. Now, you're talking about a family trip. You're talking about coming out, maybe spending, what, uh, three or four days, maybe four to five days. And you're bringing a family. That's a nice vacation, brothers and sisters. Why? Because you plan for it. You spent your money wisely during the year and you didn't do no overspending. You put up a little here and there with the 52-week challenge. That's why the 52-week challenge is so important, brothers and sisters. You put up, now you have that extra money to come out and watch your Wisconsin team playing the Rose Bowl. Because let me tell you, them Rose Bowl tickets, one, are not cheap. I know. I've been to several of them. 
I worked several of them, but those tickets are not cheap. And if you bring a family of four or five, it's going to cost. But brothers and sisters, that's why. Being frugal, assets to riches. You say, what does that have to do with the Rose Bowl assets? Well, say you have to sell something that you don't really want to sell. Or maybe you pawn it just to get that extra money to put you over the top to come to California so you can go to the Rose Bowl. Assets. Many people have lost their assets because basically they didn't have any money and they had to sell those assets and they couldn't get them back. Like for instance, uh, I posted on a, a video where Lamar Odom had to sell his uh, his championship rings and the guy gave them back to him. $114,000. Guy gave them back to him. His championship rings, because Lamar Odom used to play for the Lakers. Championships uh, 2000, uh, what was it, uh, 9 and 10. He had to sell his championship rings. $114,000 the guy paid, but he gave him back to Lamar. Why? Because he didn't want to see the brother without his championship rings, because he loved the brother. More than likely, I ain't going to say who it was, because I really don't know. But for somebody to do that, that goes to show you that they had some chips some assets because you give somebody 104 basically I'm giving you $114,000 just giving it to you I ain't asking nothing in return that's why assets are so important brothers and sisters you may not think they are but they really are important to have because you never know you never know when you may stumble up on an old penny that your grandfather left you and you just never understood why he kept this penny and then you do a little homework or the next thing you know like oh my god I'm a millionaire because brothers and sisters to be a millionaire all it takes is having a net worth of a million dollars that's seven figures seven figures that's what it takes to be a millionaire and anybody tell you different because oh, people can work jobs make a million dollars a year but you got to pay taxes they don't save money they in all kind of debt so are they millionaires depending on how they save their money but if you make a million dollars, chances are you're giving up, what, at least a third of that or maybe half of that in taxes amongst your, your lifestyle of living. So you're not really, depending on your, on your saving habits, you're not really uh, uh, a millionaire, not unless you actually have that $1 million in the bank or assets that turn into a million dollars. Brothers and sisters, I've said this before in part one. You'll be surprised because everybody don't go around driving flashy cars. Black people are the ones who drive Mercedes more than people that don't look like them. Black people buy more Mercedes than anybody. Buy the Mercedes, nothing wrong with it. But always understand, brothers and sisters, people who drive Mercedes Benz not all of them. They don't have the money you think they have. It looks good. Beautiful cars. I would take a Mercedes over a BMW any day because one, I don't like BMWs. And BMW, to me, is a imitation of a Mercedes. But that's another story at another time. No, it's not a podcast because I don't really do podcasts on cars because it's not that important. The point of it is, 
people who drive regular ass cars, a lot of them, have more than what you think they have. Because your mind has been programmed, brothers and sisters, to think if a person drives this kind of car, that means they only have that. And they work a job. I work a job. I don't have no problem with it. I don't had a business. I don't had two, three businesses. I don't start it. So I don't been, been in the service industry. I never been really selling. I try to do my t-shirt deal, but that didn't work out for me because I didn't put the time into it or the effort. Why? Because I wasn't really that interested. I thought I was at the time, but it turned out I wasn't really as interested as I should have been. But I still have a lot of merchandise, but I've sold a lot of merchandise, basically just here and there. That merchandise usually funds the 52-week challenge because one, I don't carry cash. I'm a plastic guy. I don't carry cash. Or, pending, an app guy. Cash app here, Venmo here, whatever. But I don't carry cash. But the 52-week challenge, pretty much, not all, because we were, I just did 40, a video on 45, a week 45, uh, but a good, not a good, well, I say a good portion has been funded by the t-shirts. Why? Because it's cash and I don't carry cash. Assets, the t-shirts, the merchandise, they're assets. Why? Because they can be sold for price, sold for profit. That's why I, I, I still carry on. And if I see someone that I think is cool, I will give out. So they're not all being sold. They're passed out as well. Because they're assets. Brothers and sisters, all I'm trying to say is check around and see what you have. You may have a painting in your house. You don't know nothing about it. A painting. That's an asset. You just never know. Assets to millionaires, brothers and sisters. That's where we stand. Get your game together. This is your brother. Same. Once again, assets to millionaires. You may have books. That's right, books. Books sell. First editions are gold of a great author. Hard to get them. And see, those are the kind of things that white folks give each other. They give their loved ones books. First edition. Say you have a first edition Hemingway. Books. Say you have the first edition of the Three Musketeers. By the way, brothers and sisters, the Three Musketeers was written by a black man despite what his name sounds like or despite what his name is no he's a black man a lot of people don't know that I can tell you his name because it's a French name and uh, I'm not going to even try that but you can look it up for yourself look it up do your own homework but brothers and sisters assets to millionaire you should try it stop worrying about what a millionaire looks like because you could already be one and not even know it remember assets turn into cash people will buy anything Brothers and sisters, this is your brother saying peace on this Friday day. Peace out until we speak again. I'm out.